and welcome to Easy Bake Takes, the podcast where we read the one-star reviews of your favorite movies and more. My name's Kat. And I'm Riley. And this week we watched Vice. We did. Vice came out in December of 2018, two hour and 12 minute long movie that is rated R and is considered a drama comedy. And the sources I used for the background information are IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Wikipedia. So just a quick plot breakdown. So the movie is narrated by an Afghan and Iraq war veteran named Kurt. So Vice follows Dick Cheney through his political career, starting before when his wife Lynn helps him work through his alcoholism and helps him get into Princeton. He started his career interning for Congressman Rumsfeld during the Nixon administration. Cheney learns the ins and outs of U.S. politics and is forced to take a break when Carter is elected. Cheney runs for representative of Wyoming and has his first heart attack. Cheney then serves under George H.W. Bush as Secretary of Defense, and then Cheney's daughter Mary comes out as a lesbian, and then Cheney decides to retire from public life to spare his daughter from media scrutiny. And then he becomes CEO of Halliburton. Then he becomes George W. Bush's running mate. And Cheney and Rumsfeld, Rumsfeld initiate and preside over the invasions of Afghanistan and Iraq. Following the 9-11 attacks, the narrator Kurt dies and his heart is transplanted to Cheney. Liz Cheney runs for the same Wyoming Senate seat and wins it um, and also betrays her sister by publicly saying that she is against gay marriage. And then the film ends with a focus group from earlier in the film arguing about the efficacy of the film and Donald Trump's job as president. And that is the end of the movie. This movie was directed and written by Adam McKay. And two of the producers were actually Brad Pitt and Will Ferrell. And Will Ferrell actually started Adam McKay's production company with him and one other person, I believe. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? Because like I know... Um, Will Ferrell played uh, George W. on SNL. Yes, he did. It'd be so mm-hmm. funny if he was him in this movie. I honestly, I would have loved it. Honestly, I'm for yeah. it. I I wish he did. I, I think I love Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. He did a great job. He did. A fan- but... I love Sam Rockwell. He did a fantastic job. But it'd been very funny, Will Ferrell. Yes. And speaking of which, the cast: Christian Bale plays Dick Cheney. Amy Adams plays Lynn Cheney. Steve Carell plays Donald Rumsfeld. Tyler Perry plays Colin Powell. Allison Pill plays Mary Cheney, Lily Rabe plays Liz Cheney, Jesse Plemons is the narrator slash Kurt, and Sam Rockwell plays George W. Bush, and there's more, but those are the main characters in this movie. So, some trivia. I have a lot of trivia, and I have a few his- historical inaccuracies. I won't get into, like, some of the ones that are a little more um, convoluted, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because I personally don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so. and yeah. We're not going to talk about it. We'll leave that to the experts because we yeah, are not, exactly. we're not political experts. But nope. to the fun trivia, um, Christian Bale gained 45 pounds, shaved his head, bleached his eyebrows, and exercised to thicken his neck and said that he ate a lot of pies to prepare for this role. He also claimed that this was the first time he used a nutritionist for this process because he's a lot more concerned with his health now than he was in the past. Like, for example, Thank if God. you don't know, for the machinist, he lost a uh, very intense amount of weight for that role and then because of mckay's improv style directing bale had to do a lot more research than he had ever done on any character that he's portrayed before Mm -hmm. and he had to learn like everything down to like cheney's mannerisms any vernacular that he would have used and the policies that were in play at the time as well as like the instances they would have been used in 
and abbreviations that would be like relevant to the government. And then I don't know how you feel about this, but Amy Adams stayed in character while they were filming and would have political debates with Adam McKay. And she said that this was the first time she ever stayed in character during filming. Why? I would have gotten real annoyed (laughs) if I was Adam McKay. (laughs) Of all characters to stay in character for, why? Why Liz Cheney? Why the most annoying one? (laughs) Why the most annoying character you've ever played? Okay. Yeah, she did great though, so maybe it paid off. Fantastic, fantastic job. Yeah, but like, I hate method acting, but we won't yeah, get into that's it. that's a tie. That's a conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. But another fun fact: Christian Bale and Dick Cheney have the same birthday, thirty-three years apart. Holy crap! Yeah. Oh my gosh! What's the sign? Uh, Aquarius. Oh, hmm. interesting. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you don't know this, uh, Christian Bale thanked Satan in his Golden Globe acceptance speech. For the role, and it was actually nice. Christian Bale's idea to have Cheney's character break the fourth wall at the end and like talk directly to camera. Mm. Liz Cheney, the daughter of Dick Cheney, uh, responded to Christian Bale's portrayal of her father on Fox and Friends, mm. um, and said, "Quote: He finally had the chance to play a real superhero, and he clearly screwed it up." End quote. Calling Dick Cheney a real superhero. I mean, that is her dad. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong. And I'll just say this now. We're not going to get too far into the political side of everything on this one. Like, even with the audience reviews, I tried not to find ones that were just like, this is propaganda. Yeah. You know, so we're going to try to steer clear of that. But just you'll more you can pick based. up on where we stand here. Oh, I hope you can. <laughs> I, ho- I hope you can, too. But this movie won an Oscar for best makeup slash hairstyling, which... I agree with all of, like, I saw side-by-side pictures of all of the actors and their roles and the people they were portraying. Almost identical on every single Mm -hmm. one of them. Like, amazing job. Um, Mm -hmm. But they also won a BAFTA for Best Editing, and Christian Bale won a Golden Globe for Best Performance in a Musical slash Comedy. And then I have a few historical inaccuracies that were listed. Apparently, it's not pronounced Cheney. It's pronounced Cheney. But we're just going to keep saying Cheney. Yeah, I'm not changing. No. Yeah. I'm not changing that. I'm and no- then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It's mentioned that Donald Rumsfeld was a jet pilot in the Navy, but apparently he was never a jet pilot. He actually only flew propeller engine aircraft. Yeah, he was so fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have jets back then. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dick Cheney's first um, did actually did not intern with Rumsfeld. He actually interned with Congressman Steiger, who introduced him to Rumsfeld, and then he started working more with the Nixon administration from there. Hmm. Um, And then also, they're shown um, pre-9-11, George W. Bush and Dick Cheney are both shown wearing the American flag on their lapel, but that really didn't become a trend until after 9-11, so they wouldn't have been wearing the American flag on their lapel Hmm. before then. All of the other historical inaccuracies were like specific like political conversations and things and like saying this person did this and this but a lot of it was at least correctly attributed the guy who came up with the term death tax and all of that like whole sequence of the movie Mm -hmm. that actually was that guy so now that we have all the trivia and historical inaccuracies that i felt like including out of the way what did you think this movie reminded me a lot of uh the movie the big short yes that i saw that a lot in the critic reviews Mm -hmm. and i really same director is it yeah that makes 
makes sense because like they're very similar storytelling breaking it down fourth mm-hmm. walls being broken like breaking down information that one's about the re- 2008 recession right mm-hmm. breaking it down for dummies who don't who don't know anything yeah and it's definitely not for anyone who actually likes dick cheney yeah yeah go on what else did you think about it there was a really funny scene where so like he went to the hospital like several times yeah he had like four heart attacks i think yeah, there's one in the home. I forgot exactly what they're doing, but he goes, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. And his wife goes, are you serious? Because <laughs> like, he's had so many. She goes, are you serious? I, my favorite one, whenever, my favorite time that he goes to the hospital for a heart attack <laughs> um, is whenever, I don't remember what they ask him, but he's like, I'm having a heart attack, you dumbass. <laughs> yes, that was really funny too. It's a heart attack, dumbass. Yeah. I mean, he's still alive. That's all. Yeah, he, I mean, he got a new heart. <laughs> Exactly. So it's just kind of, I don't know, like his, his health, you know, mm-hmm. is always, is that, that's why they were showing it because yeah. for the end. Yeah. One scene that like I got chills from mm-hmm. George Bush one, he's vice president. He's standing in the doorway of the Oval Office. He just has this red light, orange red light. Mm-hmm. He never became president, but he didn't have to yeah. still get all the power. Mm-hmm. It's so frightening. Yeah. I, what did you think about the part where they started doing the like Shakespeare monologue? That was I thought they were Bible verses or like... Kind of alluding to Macbeth. Oh, okay. Well, for me, it's like this movie, it's satire and there's scenes where it's not literal. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. The scene where they're... He's talking to Gerald Ford and he's going like, oh, let's go... Pardon my French, but let's go jerk off on the lawn. And he goes, that's a good idea. But yeah. really, they're firing someone. But they're just trying to show the point that he could talk his way through anything. Mm-hmm. I think with that scene, with the Bible verses, like, I, I don't think... It was Shakespeare. I thought it was just... It, it was just like the same thing of like, it's a joke. And really, when they cut to it, they're just like going, it's just a meat Or something like that. It's just a meaning or whatever. And Yeah. It's more metaphorical than anything, you know? Yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was like a funny um, play on like how in biopics, like nobody really, like for the most part, you don't really know exactly what conversations were happening. So it was funny that they were just like, let's just, oh yeah, just throw shit in there. Throw in a wild scene. The essence of what was happening. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't know he had a gay daughter and I didn't know he was kind of pro. Good about it. <laughs> yeah, like... That comes up in one of the, re- the audience reviews too, but we'll get there. It's kind of, yeah, that's a whole thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I didn't know his views on it. Not saying they were great. You know, what happens at the end when his, his mm-hmm. other daughter is running for Senate and, you know, she has to publicly say she doesn't support it. And mm-hmm. his daughter, Mary, knows that she, his that Liz would not do that without Dick Cheney's approval. It's one of those things where it's like he's supportive, but only for his own kid. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. support it as oh, a yeah. whole. Like absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the way he phrases it too is like, "Oh, it should be a state issue to pick apart." It like it's very, very like had his daughter not been gay, he. I mean, that wouldn't even be a topic that he'd be discussing. He'd just be against all of it. Yeah. But because his kid's gay, he just cares about her well-being in the whole situation. Uh-huh. Which I exactly. I res- I respect that until the part with Liz Cheney where it's clear that he like is like, well, I prioritize her political career over your happiness in this instance. Over your rights. Over your yeah. rights and happiness. Like, because I remember um, when the movie first came out, a lot of people were like, was this movie just trying to convince me he was a good dad or like. <laughs> I, I mean that like that's the whole thing with this movie like i don't think they were showing him a good light no. technically but i don't know there were some points i was like this just seems like a i don't know it it, it made me i forgot who i was watching in yeah. a few scenes i forgot who was who that person was yeah. in a few scenes uh, so and i I don't, I don't think that's a good or bad thing it's mm-hmm. just part of what the movie 
kind of does. Yeah. Which I guess shows perspective. It's, I don't know. I want to take that back because I'm not... I in no way support this man whatsoever. You know what? I think, and I don't think this movie does either. You know what I think a good way to put it is it's kind of the opposite of Bernie, where Bernie was showing you good people can do bad things. This one's yes. showing you bad people can do good things sometimes. That is such a perfect way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. And so like you're conflicted in a different way with this movie because you're like, why am I sympathizing with this man right now? Like why? Yeah. Why do I? Why am I forgetting everything yeah. about him in this moment in this scene? And like you know the movie he's not trying to convince you to like him no it's the human nature to be like find the good exactly and i'm not saying this was a good he was a good person was no in the movie did they ever talk about when he shot that dude Mm -hmm. okay yes they did and they said that dick cheney's never publicly apologized for that but the bush family apologized to dick cheney what Mm -hmm. they basically said something along the lines of like the bush family was like we hope that you won't like swear off coming to Texas ever again because of this. What did he have on them? Because he must have at some point that he must have had something on them. Oh yeah, my well, it's the Bush goodness. family. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not like he had it like being sneaky about it. He probably just had to walk into a room and went. Mm. <laughs> so that's what you're doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, is there anything else you had? Um, not right now. Okay, mm-hmm. I also don't have a whole lot. Um, really, just like. Stuff that you've already said. And mm. I think at first I liked it for the informational thing where I'm like, okay, well, I extent of my knowledge on Dick Cheney before watching this movie was Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq war. That meme. Yep. Like that's the extent of what I knew. So I, I liked it for that. I liked it for like the, I'm, oh, okay. I'm learning a little more insight into who this person was. After watching it the first time, it becomes more of like a, oh, this is fun to watch for the, the satire mm-hmm. more so than learning mm-hmm. it, it's a it's an enjoyable movie to watch like yeah comedy sake it doesn't it did well it, is, it also makes you angry too yeah just try not to get angry try to enjoy it for what it is because it is trying to tell you like all all the shit in a comedic way as, as much as possible yes okay well that's that's all i really have too so are you ready to move on to the critics yes so the first critic review i have this was written on black girl nerds by jamie broadnax in 2018 she says that mckay's interpretation is quote a bit off kilter from most biopics we've seen of political figures end quote and says that the stylized tone coupled with the jarring cutaways as comedic devices makes the film fail to deliver an earnest story says that the midway credits were unnecessary i thought that was funny i did too I thought that was that was a great bit. I, I agree. You fucking know it's not the end. Yeah, <laughs> it's I thought silly. it was hilarious. It's a great bit. It's a comedy. But whatever. But she also says that Cheney's political career isn't something to make light of and says, quote, I would be a bit more forgiving if this kind of campy storytelling came from Michael Moore since this is a shtick, end quote, and said that McKay's want to tell an authentic slash compelling story is undercut by sarcasm and humor and that Rockwell's performance as George W. Bush is impressive and that Tyler Perry's performance as Colin Powell is short but memorable, ends the review with, quote, Vice delivers impressive performances, but as a narrative, there's room for improvement. I can't in good faith take this movie seriously because of how it was executed, but it seems I am in the minority given how well it's gaining steam in the awards circuit. 
end quote. I always saw it as like a complete satire, but they're still informational, but it's mostly satire. Here's the thing. When you told me to go watch this, I thought it, I knew it was going to have like, it was going to talk about Dick Cheney. I didn't know it was going to be as satirical as it ended up being. Yeah. I had to watch it and went, oh, this is all like. They're just taking the piss out of him. Yeah. They're taking the piss out of him. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. That's what this movie does. And I watched it and realized that I, I enjoyed the movie very much because of it. I think we talked about this with Bernie where just people were expecting something else I guess mm. I don't know I saw the trailer for that movie and kind of picked up on the satiricalness mm -hmm. and had different expectations I guess but the next review I have is from the Washington Post and was written by Anne Hornaday in December of 2018 and she gave this movie a 1.5 out of 4 and says that McKay is trying to invent a new cinematic language and quote although the filmmaker's ambition is commendable in this case the end result feels both busily overdetermined and bluntly simplistic, end quote. I, I can, okay. I just don't see how that's a problem personally. I don't either because it's like the big short. I need, I need dumbed down information because mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And if you just breeze through in the movie, I'm not going to like this movie because I don't know what the, yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. So tell me, <laughs> are they saying like it's patronizing? I, Maybe? okay. Or, so I'm not sure if I wrote this down or not, but it comes up in another, um, in another review, but it was something along the lines of like, everyone who's in the target audience of this movie already knows about all these events that happened, mm -hmm. so they don't mm -hmm. need it dumbed down. But I think people in our age group, we were too young to be politically aware. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm getting from it. I get that. Yeah. But they also say that this movie is structurally a mess and you never know when it's going to end. And when it does end, it leaves few penetrating or genuinely illuminating ideas to ponder and ends the review with, quote, the cipher-like eminence at the story center remains stubbornly in the grays. I think this critic just doesn't know what to make of it. Yeah. Didn't like that it was dumbed down and made a little more s simplistic. Okay. Yeah. Like... Like, almost like it wasn't as serious as I thought that it was going to be. That's what it seems like. That's what it sounds like to me, is what they meant. I don't want to say, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but call it structurally, structurally a mess. I don't think this movie was a mess, but they do have a point with the structure. In my opinion, I, there were times where I'm like, wait, didn't that already happen? What, when is this? Yeah. Like, not saying that was a huge issue, but I kind of... No, I get what I you, see I get what point you on mean. that one. Yeah. And when they say that it's busily overdetermined, I think they try to push in too many comedic elements yeah. at certain points where it's like they try to do like that Shakespeare thing and they do a lot of like freeze frames and they do a lot of all this other, uh -huh. all these other comedic devices at the same time. I still enjoyed it, but I agree that that is happening. Absolutely. I still enjoy this movie a lot, mm -hmm. but it's, I can get why someone could find this movie messy. Yes. So we'll move on to our second to last critic review from Deep Focus Review by Brian Eggert from December of 2018. And he gave this movie a two out of four and says that McKay's approach only explores Janie's political maneuvers, not his motivations. There's hardly any character development and says that it's unsubtle, angry means to expose the lies at Cheney's center. And quote, McKay foregoes creating any dramatic investment to instead put forth his uh, unabashed hatred of his subject, unquote. I don't think this, I don't think Dick Cheney's ever had character development in his whole life. <laughs> I think that's just an accurate portrayal of the person in the movie. I think that was the point. And I, I, I guess that would lend to like an unsubtle angry 
means to expose Cheney. Has he really has he really gone anywhere but the dark side? Honestly, though, yeah. And see, I think that that's an unfair statement because I don't think it's hateful. I want to say it's this like it's just not favorable. It's just not favorable. It's not hateful. It's just not unfavorable. And like you said, there are po- there are points when you kind of sympath, kind of like you're seeing a human at least early on in the movie. Yeah, it's just showing you where he went from the like. It's just exactly, exactly. And I'm sorry, was anything in that movie like a big lie that he did? No. And just because you don't, just because you, it's not nice. Doesn't mean it's hateful. Yeah. It's just unfavorable. I think it's just somebody being like, was anyone paying attention to this guy? Yeah, nope. Crawling through the shadows. Yeah. Of the White House. Yeah. Making decisions. This this <laughs> next point that Eggert brings up is the point I was talking about a second ago. Eggert was unsure of the target audience of the film in McKay's mind, and the audience that watched it was already on his side, which I agree. And I think that also leads to some of the points that the other critics made where they weren't really sure necessarily why the movie was made in the way it was made. And especially with the end monologue of Dick Cheney staring into the camera and being like, you voted me in. You did. It's like, well, the people that are watching the movie did not. No kidding. We were uh, babies when. Yeah. Well, that and the people that don't like Dick Cheney exactly for george bush exactly eggert ends the review with quote regrettably by preaching to the converted the material serves only to make us angrier than we already were but it seldom helps us understand the subject more than we already did end quote i agree with that first part like uh, we're more angry than we started with but i understand why yeah i'm more angry you know but that's another thing it's like this is coming probably from the perspective of somebody who already knew these things um okay we'll move on to the last critic review that we have and it is from us weekly written by mara reinstein in december of 2018 who gave the movie a three out of four and starts with quote vice is like a hand grenade exploding on impact end quote and says that bale has an uncanny ability to physically transform into a role the flaws of vice are not reflected in bale's performance and says that bale's performance was terrific and says that mckay doesn't offer insight into cheney's psyche other than vague desire to please his wife i totally disagree i don't know i don't really i don't think he we learn so, really I, like what the like what he thinks he's gaining out of it other than his they wife pushing that in the him movie. yes but they mentioned that in the movie, like, we don't know what he was thinking. We do know he was calculated. And that's something that I think it did show a lot. He's yeah. so calculated. He's greedy. He's an opportunist. I think because he's so secretive, we would never know. So I don't, you know. I think that's probably maybe hard to show in the movie. But I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. She also says that the information from 1977 to 2008 is presented with energetic pacing and zippy dialogue, and the film will likely make red state voters angry, and it approaches serious subject with cynical yet winking humor, and ends the review with, quote, depending on your political viewpoint, Vice comes down to a leader behaving spectacularly badly or intelligently. Either way, there is something fascinating, if not troubling, about a civil servant who speaks softly and carries a mighty power stick end quote that's the end of the critic reviews are you do you have anything else or are you ready to move on to the audience ready to move on okay the first audience review i have is from imdb it's a 10 out of 10 but it is titled masterpiece and was written in january of 2019 and says 
Christian Bale knocks it out of the park with a character that he clearly took much care in studying and mastering. To degrade this movie for its artistic style or political leanings is folly. A powerhouse performance interspersed with Tarantino-esque farcical segues. Great performances and a fresh art direction, truly well done. I don't usually write reviews. I was disgusted by some of the low ratings given here for all the wrong reasons. Respect should be given where it is due. The performances and direction of this movie are due respect. Yeah, I, I did talk about the cast. The cast is amazing. Like, Christian Bale is very, 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 very good in this movie. They all do a really good job. Mm -hmm. But moving on to our first negative review of the movie, the first negative review I have is a 1 out of 10 from IMDb titled, This Passes for a Quote Based on True Story, and was written in January of 2019. I'm no fan of Bush or Cheney, but really? And Hollywood continues to wonder why they can't connect with middle America. The hatred is on full display masquerading as entertainment. I will give credit to Christian Bale, though. A good actor is a good actor, no matter the tripe they are regurgitating. I'd prefer some that was at least humorous in its ridiculousness. You really think they're they're gonna take a neutral view of Dick Cheney? That's the funniest sentence you've like. That's the funny. That should be the title: neutral sense of Dick Cheney. Not by us. No. <laughs> Not by us. <laughs> but I tried so hard. I'm yeah. I'm so gonna, hard. I'm gonna try. I don't. I we got our first three star review on Apple Podcasts. So we gave us a three. Yeah. What did they say? They didn't say anything. They just left a rating. What a coward. Coward. You know what this Say podcast is about. Say it. Why did we not get five? Why did you give us three? But you know, it, it wasn't a one. Right in the middle. You know, it was like a... It wasn't a one. They, maybe it they don't just vibe. One, why a three? Maybe they don't vibe with us. Or it's a hater from our don't past. Probably my past. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Probably mine. <laughs> I don't know. It could be one. The next review I have is from Letterboxd. It's a two-star review from December of 2018 that says, I never thought I'd see a movie where a chubby, gritting Christian Bale sits alone in a tiny room while the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song fades in. <laughs> I love that. That is a great Letterboxd comment. Mm -hmm. It is, yes. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay, so the next review I have is a 1 out of 10 from IMDb titled Poorly Conceived Movie from August of 2019. This is an irresponsible juxtaposition of an unnecessary war costing many lives and comedy-slash-feel-good experience at the movie. The latter overshadows the importance of the former to the viewer's detriment. Oh my... Okay, I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to say some stuff I'm going to regret, so let's move on. Because, <laughs> oh my god, that is and irritating review. i think it, it it comes with the territory of making fun of a serious thing it's like this movie yes. didn't didn't mm -hmm. say those people's lives lives are being made fun of it's saying why the fuck would anyone send these people to begin with is the thing exactly well okay so the next review <laughs> i have is a two-star review from january of 2019 on letterbox that says adam mckay uses freeze frames so liberally his next film will just be a slideshow with voiceover that's kind of funny <laughs> kind of funny the next review i have is from google reviews and was written eight months ago and is a one out of five and says the film has its moments but an effective trailer and strong performances by bale rockwell adams and carell can't hide the very glaring political bias that adam mckay is showing cheney is made into a darth vader like villain and the film draws some lazy conclusions about the complexities of the middle east mckay absurdly concludes that cheney is even responsible for isis and in doing so mitigates 
convicts them of responsibility for their own actions. His attempt at satire is overshadowed by his Oliver Stone-like pontificating. The close-up heart operation scenes are bizarre and unnecessary. As a drama, it works okay, but as a historical assessment of controversial vice president, its glaring bias and apparent intention to vilify Cheney is too obvious. I think Cheney vilified himself. Was anything that Cheney did in this movie not accurate? I think they're more upset at McKay making conclusions. That they talked about it. They're upset that they talked about it and brought it up. Making conclusions of implications that don't have enough evidence for this person to be talked about. And that's fine. It's fine that you disagree. It's not, but let's move on. (laughs) Okay, so the next one I have is a two-star review from Letterboxd from February of 2019 that says, You know when you read a paragraph and right after you have no idea what you just read? That is what this movie is. what (laughs) it is you said it was messy you agreed that it was messy so i feel like that maybe that's what they mean like it's kind of all over the place so you don't really know what they were trying to say with the movie okay okay i can see that Okay. Next review is from Google Reviews. One star, two years ago. Simply amazing. (laughs) The plot, the acting, all top tier stuff. I got emotional multiple times throughout and watching in the theater in downtown Los Angeles is an experience I'll never forget. One star, too many white people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a biopic. I can't really. (laughs) I I mean, sorry. (laughs) Okay. The next one. No stars. I love that. I love those stars. Look, wait, no, not that one. Never mind. Never mind. Don't look yet. Don't look yet. Don't oh, look okay, yet. Okay, Don't okay. look yet. Okay, okay. okay. Just okay. Read, the, read the one I'm on. <laughs> no stars, um, letterboxed, 2018. I refuse to believe that Mary Cheney had an easier time coming out than me. And I think this film is a cowardly foray into satire. Quit handholding with voiceover. Quit softening the bite with fleshed out realism and stylistic sobriety. Quit humanizing by way of sanitizing family life and just make your fucking movie. Push the style, push the ideas, and stop being a coward. The false ending bit was a cheesy but aggressive. Give me more of that. I will add, Bale has never been more finely wrought, more nose to the ground in details of gesture and insinuating speech patterns than this. They, they literally said, stop being a fucking pussy and just say what you want to say, Adam. Okay, so they're upset that they did show that they Cheney's, tiptoed. Like, they think family. they, yeah, they oh. think they. So what we were talking about earlier of like. Yeah, they think they humanized yeah. him too much. Like they think yeah, they, okay. they think they watered everything down a little too much. They tiptoed. They're like, just go for it. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> and then the next one is written by Gabriel Gundacker <laughs> on Letterboxd. And it's from January of 2019. And I will add, this is the person who made the vine of just him over and over again saying, Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq war. And then himself repeating it and going, Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq war. So I just think it's hilarious that he wrote a letterbox review saying that exact thing about this movie. I do want to ask, how many times did you see that from other people when you were going through letterbox reviews? I think because he wrote one. Other people didn't. Okay. Yeah. Because I can only imagine. Yeah. So the next one I have is a three and a half star review on Letterboxd from June 14th of 2022. So yesterday. And it says in quotes, can you breathe? And then Dick Cheney says, I'm having a heart attack, you idiot. And then it says, Christian Bale, that's it. That's the review. Honestly, yes. That's that's the thing. Even the people who hated it said Christian Bale did really, really good. They yeah, did. I mean, he won a Golden Globe for it. The last review I have is a five-star review from Letterboxd and was written June 13th, 2022. And it says, Actually surprised this wasn't 
more liked on here. My favorite part is the old rotten heart of a terrible man splayed out on the operating table at the end. He was given a second chance with a new heart and chose to betray his daughter. Crossing the line, he swore he would never cross. Terrible man, and just like the end says, I don't think he would change anything if given the chance. Whoa. Yeah, he had a good moment, but he immediately mm-hmm. threw away that good moment and good relationship with his daughter for that. For his Turned other his daughter. Own family. For his other daughter. His other daughter's career. Yes. Political Political, career. political career. Yeah. It shows you exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. If, if you didn't know by the end of the movie exactly who this guy was, yeah. maybe that was... It's like, oh, oh, you thought he was a good dad? Oh, oh! You thought nope, that was the only took thing. That he had? Way too. No, sorry, he's not. <laughs> he's not really. I think. I think your mind's kind of swayed a little bit since the beginning of this episode. So, what do you? What do you think now? I still really liked it. There were some interesting points brought up, but I don't know. I I'm still like pretty firm that this was a good movie. The biggest thing I've taken away from this, like, I think it's it's a good place to start if you're just curious on what happened during the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's... Mm-hmm. But I understand why some people might think it's, like, unnecessary to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, my mind hasn't really changed either. I still enjoy the movie. What would you give it out of 10? Maybe the 8 out of 10. Okay. Really, really good, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I can't really justify why I take away two points. Maybe just because of what I talked about earlier, like, structurally, maybe it's not the cleanest... It's not a perfect movie by any means. It's not a perfect, perfect movie, but I I don't have big enough complaints of like yeah. why two stars are taken away. Like I think this is a good eight out of ten. It Maybe just, even nine out of ten. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty firm with eight out of ten. Yeah. Seven point five out of ten. That's what I'll I'll go with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh definitely rewatchable. Oh yeah. I'm honestly just surprised that you hadn't seen it before this point. No, I just I tried to watch it before, but for whatever reason, we got like 10 minutes in. I don't know why. Well, tell us what you think. You can reach us at our social medias at Easy Big Takes on Instagram and TikTok. Our DMs are open on Instagram. So if you have any feedback, suggestions, or just general gripes, you can message us. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. This has been Easy Big Takes. I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. Easy watching out there. Bye. Bye.